things. Beer. Mm. Beer. Do you want Let me a see. pillow I, to lean upon? I don't. Yeah. I'll just be suspicious in this rocker. Just old lady it. <laughs> you know that. You know that's right. A red eye rocker? I have to find a pillow because I am an old lady. Well, you know what? I am... I don't mind an old rocker. I feel yeah. my, my... It's a good one. Like, if I was in the pioneer days... Oh, yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. Like, wooden stuff all over. Let's be honest. <laughs> now, would I be treated as a human being? Maybe not. I would be burned at the stake. It is well known. Definitely. Or lobotomized. Ooh, that one. <laughs> Which, like, honestly, sometimes sounds nice. <laughs> well, a uh, nice little break from the... No thoughts. Only, only floating. <laughs> you know what? What was that? Uh, Ratchet? Oh, Nurse yeah. Ratchet. On Netflix. That was a great show. Oh, but the way they did the lobotomy stuff and oh, things were cracking. I think the... The crack is what got me. I think the like ASMR for that crack was the worst thing about that entire show. That about pushed me over the edge. It didn't even... I don't even care about the visuals. It was the cracks. Oh, It was really gross. Gross, gross, gross. It was gross. Like, I love a good gross, gory scene, but that one I was like... Throw up in my the mouth. Is too for much. For the people that can't Please. read Hannah's facial expression. <laughs> that is the throwing up in the mouth. <gasps> yes. <laughs> that one. Um... Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of We Recommend This Podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Heinrichs, and I'm joined again by Hannah Rano. Thanks for having me back. Of course. Hi, internet friends. Yes. Um, this is, I mean, there's going to be a lot of episodes of this. So many things for people to recommend. And so, I mean, it's not like I'm going to find a new person every single time I have, have an I have lots of thoughts, okay? See, I have lots of thoughts. I'm surrounded by people <laughs> that have a lot of things to say. <laughs> I could I could go for days. Come on. Come on. We're both in it. We're both there. Um, so I need to literally, like, straight up leap. Leap into my tasty review because... Please do. Because it maybe has to be two things. Oh, my God. Because we just had Taco Bell. Oh, can't go wrong. <laughs> And man, did it hit! Oh, Contrap Supreme. Yes, with ice smothered Diablo and hot sauce all over mine, and it really just so the hot sauce was like not hot at all, and the Diablo was a nice little kick. So it, it makes me wonder. If Taco Bell was, like, really going for it, like, maybe around Halloween, mm-hmm. they are like, ooh, watch out, we about to get spicy, and they come out with, like, an extra, extra fiery, they need to name it something different because the Diablo isn't even that bad. It, I was gonna say, I had a little bit of the Diablo, and sure. it definitely, like, it's not present for too long, I guess. It's not one of those where, like, it doesn't it's hotter, linger. it doesn't stick on your tongue, exactly. and, like, make you, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I had more of just, like, the regular hot sauce. It's nice. It's very, it like, is. jalapeno forward. You it can is. taste a little bit of, like, just some chili flake in there, I think. And the, the jalapeno, I mean, jalapeno in general is just a really nice flavor. It is. It's more the flavor versus the heat. Yes. I was quite agreeable. Yeah. But also, so crunch wrap, and now I'm pairing a crunch wrap with a peach ale. Which I found in your fridge. Yes. And I was first drawn to look at this. 
It has so a very cute. beautiful little can. It is aesthetically pleasing. I mean, to we the do core. buy with our eyes first. We do. We we, we do. We. What do you say? You we, see with. You, you see with your. <laughs> it's like a marketing thing. It is. It is. But anyway, it's very visually pleasing. But it, it's called Peach Stand Rambler. It's a blonde ale. L uh, ale. Blonde ale. Blonde ale. Yeah. It's made by Odell Brewing, which is in Colorado, and so kudos to Colorado for being cool. Thank you for providing a wonderful product. Making of Colorado. It's like super peach forward, which you don't get out of a lot of beers. You don't. I'm not a big beer person. She's not. very much a wine person. She's a wine person. But I actually enjoyed this beer. We all we all took sips to to give it a little rating. Like I would actually drink the entire can of this beer, which yes. is rare because normally I have two sips and I'm like. Uh-huh. Someone else can finish it. Done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So sorry, I just took two, but now you can tasty it up for us. I, well, same as my last one. Mm-hmm. I will review my wine. My wine of the week is Get another it. box wine. Yay. It is from. It's called Block. It's Block Red Blend. Okay. So it's just a nice, a nice red blend. I don't know. It doesn't have the exact mix of what percent of what wine it is. Sure. But it's very smooth. Smooth. Smooth little jammy you can there's some nice fruit notes in it stop it yes little jam yes, little jam. jam okay so that'll be my my lovely shout out where do you where do you get block i got it where did i stop is it Target? it was a trader joe's trader joe's oh it is a trader joe's really yes is that all of their box wine is that the I think they have a couple all... brands, no, okay. but that's it's like a I think it's a Trader Joe's exclusive. Okay, my mom got some of their like top tier silver. They like say they give like special tiers to their wine. Yeah, but she got like a silver tier, yeah. um, red. I think it's a cab. Okay, and she cracked it open for some <clears throat> family event. We had recently, and I was just, I had to like take a little sip to get you know what yep. was going on in there. Yeah. My I mean I already know Trader Joe's has super super good wine. They have never disappointed but me. This this oh wait sorry it was like Diamond Reserve like it was hella cool. I was like Mom what are you doing? Mom does have great taste. She's, she was going <laughs> for it, but it was Ooh, rather lovely. rather heavenly. Lovely. I mean, I don't really spend that much on wine for myself, but I go for the cheap stuff. But same, same. The uh, Pinot Grigio in the fridge. Mm-hmm. It's from a brand called California Roots. I think I've had that one. Nah, it's really good. Awesome. Yeah. <sighs> Listeners, we will be drinking well tonight. <laughs> we will be. No, uh, it was like five dollars. Yeah, that's the one. And. I was obviously not going to pass that up because you have to see what the bottom tier tastes like. And if you the do. bottom tier tastes good. Then you can work your way up because you know you like the base of it. The base. <laughs> the very, very base of it. The, the core. The dirt. The, the dirty, <laughs> the dirty ground core. level. <laughs> exactly. Um, Why well, like all of those. Those are all good tasty things. I'll tell you what. Um, So my actual... The, the crux, yes. the crux of the, the recommendations today. I am amazingly getting out of like all my 
crazy movies and yes. books. I'm going to do a podcast today. And it's, I think I recommended it to you before, but now I'm recommending it to the world. The world is called Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Beach. Wet. Oh, I love that podcast. <laughs> so. For everyone that didn't quite get that, it is a long podcast name. It's called Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet. And it's a comedic podcast. It's hosted by two siblings, which is just really fun to, like, get the dynamic of two siblings hosting a podcast together. I mean, that's why I wanted to have a ton of, like, different guests both of, like, people I really know well and people maybe I don't know as well, but, like, I get to know them really well because it just changes the whole dynamic so much. And their sibling duo-ship is just so amazing. And They're hilarious. Oh, my God. And they have so many, like, really random, slightly traumatic childhood stories that they'll just randomly, like, oh, this is reminds Do you remember me. the time? Exactly. And I'm just like, what happened in your youth? But also, it's kind of hilariously funny, but also has a dark side. Horrifying. To it. But anyway, the um, the podcast, they, so the actual summary of it reads, a comedy podcast featuring dramatic readings of one-star reviews written by real people with not-so-real problems, hosted by Alex and Christine Schieffer. So I heard about this podcast because I'm a forever listener of um, And That's Why We Drink, which is also hosted by Christine Schieffer, but with a different co-host. But then she like split off and made this another podcast with her brother. And it's all about, they find Google, um, Google reviews, Yelp, like kind of anything that you can review mm-hmm. something on. Yeah. They look through the comments of something and they'll find like the most Karen comments, basically. Like that's kind oh, yeah. of what the whole show is about. It's, that's that's it. Yep. And it's standing up for like these poor people that work in retail mm-hmm. and like these insane customers they have to deal with. Yeah. And so and like and people have the most wild comments. That are just all over the internet. Unhinged. So unhinged. But um, they do, they have like a little um, like subjects that they'll revolve around each episode because you can't just pull anything from anywhere. You kind of have to like focus all of that energy somewhere. Yeah. So the most current episode they just came out with is called Twilight or Classic Literature. Which was fantastic. Oh, I love that. They, I need to listen to that immediately. It was so good. So they had to choose. They would read reviews, but they wouldn't say. You would have to guess if it was a review from Twilight or if it was from classic literature. And it was so hilarious because they had so many like overlaps. It was insane. Yeah, ten out of ten. You need to listen to it. I have. I used to listen to it all the time. Yeah. And then I kind of like trailed off when mm-hmm. I had to get a grown up job and sure. I had less time for yeah. fun things I enjoy. Yeah. But it always, it's but like, this... it's easy listening. It's so funny. That's another thing. It is maybe one of the most easiest podcasts. Oh, yeah. It just like gives you a laugh, but you don't have to be like. Exactly. You don't have to use the brain cells. The precious brain not. cells can truly take a rest. It's just there. You just kind of listen to it in the background. 
and it doesn't mm-hmm. take a lot of brain power. Have a laugh. Exactly. Now, I will warn the listeners it is explicit. Yes. So if, I mean, don't listen to it like with children under the age of whatever. I mean, obviously, you guys know what's going on in your household the best. So yes. just wanted to put it out there um, just so you were aware. Yeah. Don't try listening to it with your with your 10-year-old in the back of the car or something. They might pick up some some fruity phrases. Fruity language. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or as a nine-year-old said yesterday, colorful language. Colorful language. I'm like, who, who said colorful language around you? But that's kind of cute, but okay. Yeah. So um, some of the other things that they've recently um, did reviews around are vacation Bible schools. 90s computer games, <laughs> themed bed and breakfast, Coachella. I mean, literally, like, it just it just keeps on going. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all so incredible. All the themes. All the themes. Thank you for bringing that up because I know what I'll be listening to in my upcoming weeks. You you should <sighs> binge get it. all caught up. I, yeah, I mean, that's the best thing about dropping off for a bit. You have the yeah. chance to listen to a bunch. Oh, you have so many of them. You can just bask in yes. so much podcast content. I love that. It's fantastic. But yeah, um, I would rate that one. It's one of my favorite podcasts, so I would give it a 10 out of 10 just because I've, I've listened to it for so long and it's still going strong. I still love it. Love it. Thank yeah. you. Thank All you. Right. A little applause. A little click. Yeah. <laughs> What do you got for me? I recently watched the Amazon original called Shiny Happy People. It's a <gasps> mini series. Holy shit. About the Duggar family. So, if you aren't acquainted with the Duggar family, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure how you really wouldn't be, they were very prominent in the early 2000s. Because um, of. Their original show was on TLC, and it was called 19, 19 Kids and County. Yep. And it may actually have started out. And it was like 2008. It may have been less kids than that at that point. It could have been like 16 or 17 yeah. kids. Um, but their their final count was 19 kids and counting. And it's about the Duggar family. So there's Jim Bob, who is the dad. His literal name is Jim Bob, Stop which it. just if that's not a red flag in and of itself, um, I don't I don't know what to I'm tell sorry. you. His wife should have run. She should have. That. His wife is Michelle. And they are part of, I think it's the ILB, what is it, let me look here, IBLP Church. And basically their premise is they want um, part of your, your mission on earth, according to them, is just to have as many kids as you can, like to grow the following of this church. Mm-hmm. So well, and kind of like become God's warriors, or something. pretty much. So, yeah. and and in order to do that, you have to have a lot of children. <laughs> so the TLC picked up the show kind of in its peak of reality TV, kind of when there was just all kinds of trash coming out. Indeed. Um, and they got brought to fame just because, first of all, how strange is it just to have a family with that many children? And so they just followed them around and showed like their lives and how they functioned as a household with that many kids. And so the first episode of Shiny Happy People just is kind of like recapping, like this is the Duggar family, this is their original series. 
but then it goes on to spill their family secrets. So one of the 19 children, and then also a first cousin of the family, both like came together and wanted to speak out against their family just for basically all of the abuse and the crazy things that they had to endure growing up. How how old were the people that were coming out? Now those? they're they're adults. They're adults. They are adults. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't I can't tell you exact age, but I mean, I they mean probably don't live with them anymore oh, if they were no, come definitely out. not. Right. Okay. So they were just talking so just the whole thing is so wild the more things they tell because on the original TLC series it's just about you know the happy family mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the girls do the cooking and the cleaning and the boys go and they help build houses you know and learn how to be the head of the household Great. and so in this documentary then they're talking about how through this church most of the kids are homeschooled through the through the church and they have these pamphlets that they used and basically the pamphlets that they gave the girls to learn out of only taught them basic fractions because that's all they need to know because all girls are good for is cooking and baking. So all they need to know is fractions because they could then like read recipes. No. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> so they could read fucking so recipes? they could read recipes. Are you kidding me? Basically their purpose. Yeah. Um, another moment that stood out is... Once, basically, so once Michelle, the mom, would, like, wean a child from breastfeeding, Mm -hmm. basically, she'd just give it to another older child, and then they used what was called the buddy system. So, basically, you just got, you got a sibling, but the sibling was your baby. So, it was your job to raise your little sibling and to make sure they, like, didn't get in trouble, and... Like, so... So they're making them all parents. Like, yeah. they didn't even have childhoods. Yeah, no, not at all. Because they were busy taking care of, and they could have, like, two or three buddies. So they were basically a child parent of two or three of their little siblings. Wow. That's so messed up. And so you're just learning about the strange things they actually did in this family and, like, kind of the abuse that they endured. And then it comes around to talk about the one brother that, probably have seen this in the news and trigger warning for those of you uh, pedophile trigger sexual abuse trigger literally everything trigger (laughs) disgusting man had been like sexually abusing his younger sisters Mm. he they have neighbors that came out and like interviewed on the show too which was interesting and they used to be very close friends with jim bob and michelle and i don't think they're friends anymore because they came on this like tell-all docuseries but basically they were like so they they're still children but they can basically promise them for marriage to like the girls promise them to another boy so i'm sorry is this like the 1800s pretty much what is happening yes so the neighbor boy and the girl who actually is the girl that came forward on this show um they were like okay yeah well they can you know we'll like let them we'll let them get married or whatever they Mm -hmm. can they can court they call it courting courting and it's um yeah anything more than a side hug is like your family will like shun shun the non-believer stone you whatever but the duggar boy and the neighbor girl, they're like, oh, yeah, we can we can let them court. We can promise them together. And basically, this was when the 
the boy that the sexual abuser was still i mean a boy like a yeah. young a young sure. teenager uh-huh. and basically his family already knew that he was sexually abusing his sisters and like the neighbors kind of found out too because they're like oh you can be with our daughter and then they were like oh maybe not and this was also at the so this would have been 2008 because they said this was when they were going to start doing like some trial films for the show and they had sent they had sent the son to they made it sound like oh like a reform camp like acting Mm -hmm. like they were dealing with it you know but Mm -hmm. it literally was just like a a a sponsored camp through through their thing through their program through their church program and they like sent them away and he like built houses for a summer Hmm. but then they were going to start filming the show so they brought him back and like nothing happened they swept it under the rug well then years later it came out when they found out he like had explicit very bad things on his work laptop oh my as if no one would find out did he when they brought him back for filming was he living in the house again like yeah, and they like all shared rooms and stuff. Like, cause well, so have nineteen kids just continuing. Oh, like all that? the time, all the time between the brother and siblings, the parents and all of the children. Oh my god! Like they were just gaslit and horrified all the time. And so this series is just like how uh how long crazy. is the series? There are it's a mini series. I want to say there's three or four episodes. Okay, about an hour long. Okay, um, like each episode is an yes. Hour. Okay. And it's, so yeah, they kind of just go through just a little, and I never, I didn't watch the 19 Kids and Counting, because when I was a kid, and my mom was like, this is trash. <laughs> Keep that trash. off of my television. Watch Spongebob instead. Yes, I watch Spongebob instead, <laughs> as I sit here in my Spongebob pants. Ayo. Yeah. But then they just kind of bring it full circle and talk about how, basically, they thought they were going to get away with all of this. They thought that they were going to um, keep... Jim Bob, they wanted him to become a politician, and he actually briefly was, but he like got he didn't get reelected. They he were going was to a politician. Yeah, the son was. This was probably right about not the previous presidential election, but two elections ago. He. This is kind of. It was right before he got found out and prosecuted, oh, okay. and like got in huge trouble, but. He was actually, they were, like, grooming him to be a politician, and they wanted him to, like, oh get into, be, like, get into the state level and then get in Congress because, like, their their group, the IBLP or whatever they are, they, like, wanted, they wanted to get more people back into power because they kind of made a slow rise, and mm-hmm. then all of their secrets came out, so they had to, like, fizzle like... off, and they were trying mm-hmm. to come back, and then that blew up in their face because they picked a pedophile to be their poster child. Yeah, I hate but... when that happens the worst so So i I would recommend it if you like um i like a lot of true crime i like docuseries about like this kind of thing um and what did you watch it on it is on amazon prime so if you have a prime account you can watch it uh it's i would i would read it i would say it's 10 out of 10 i feel like it was pretty good it was pretty good documentary okay i will be interested to see if more of because there's 19 kids i will Mm -hmm. be interested to see if more of them come out like what the different sides of the story story Mm -hmm. are in the future like who who says what um the parents did put out a statement and they were like oh well everybody has their own truth but we know we raised our children right and like they they don't think they did anything wrong so no one's in jail. The, the pedophile boy, boy is. Yeah, okay. I think he's still in prison because it was Great. child porn. Yeah, he got, he got 
many kids. But so parents that, are. But just they're just out in the world, damaged. like still, still supporting the same things. Despite, yeah. Like, but I feel like a good, a good cult documentary. Yeah, I liked it. Oh my god. On a related note to it, because I watched that, I finally got inspired and watched um, "Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey" on Netflix. So I can save that for another episode. But it's a similar. Which one is that one about? It is about um, the polygamist Mormon group <gasps> in Utah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's also very good. They kind of go together. Okay. If you watch one, it will kind of inspire you to watch the oh, other because okay. they're very they're similar but it's different mm-hmm. religious cults. Great. I use religious loosely because it's just a cult. But just a cult. it's not they're not doing anything good for society. <laughs> Great. Um very yeah, great. I have a bunch of embroidery coming up soon. So um I will have some time on my hands too. Very much. They are both very worth it. Uh, like both of them, ten out of ten. Really? They they kind of make you like low key sick to your stomach, but oh, it's absolutely. not. They don't like show anything graphic. They don't okay, say good. anything graphic. Like they just, it just they make you aware. Like yep, yeah, this is how we were raised. It's like oh my god. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so messed up. So, thanks TLC for bringing them into mm-hmm. the limelight in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweet old 2008. Everything's just crashing and burning and then TLC brings us And on. TLC is like, you want to know what we should do? <laughs> Watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well, thank you for that recommendation. Yes. That sounds like a good one. I, I enjoyed it. I know that ever since it came out, there's been a lot of a lot of flurries about it. I've heard some, yes. some things about it. And I think... Uh, Catherine was watching it for a bit and then she got really upset and didn't want to watch it anymore. And I'm like, well, then stop it. Don't watch it. If it's like really getting to you, then you shouldn't watch it anymore. But she also has a very young child. And yeah. so I think... it's also, yeah, something I probably wouldn't watch around with a small child mostly, but just because, right. I mean, it's kind of like dry and you kind of have to pay attention a little well, bit. Right. So you yeah. can't pay attention to your child, but and it is upsetting that like, for sure. Wow. That happens to people. Okay. Yeah. I heard about like blanket training and yeah, just stuff. the horrors, like, like some really not great things that they would employ with their children yeah. just to like make them the whole premise is like, just to like basically take the the childhood out of your child and make them just a tiny robot that obeys mm. anything an adult tells them. Wow. I hate all that. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to tell my kids when I see them again. Guys, like chill, but don't be too chill mm-hmm. in the classroom. Just mm-hmm. like like don't be robots. You can still have a childhood. Just you can still be a little crazy, just not too crazy. Not too crazy I need please. I need um, a little sanity in the classroom, just a little bit, just a little bit. Two percent. Two percent. Yes. All right. Well, I guess I know more things that I need to watch. Yes. And you have more things to listen to. I do. I have so many more things to recommend. So thanks for having me back on your podcast, Maddie. Oh my gosh. Come by anytime. I will. It's fantastic having you being in your own house. It's a good place to be. I don't, is... I don't leave my house, listeners. I don't leave my house except for to work. This is a <laughs> podcast that is, um, it's it's a moving podcast. It goes places. We are mobile. That's right. Thank you. That's what I needed. The mobile, the mobile word. Yeah. Yes. 
Follow, follow the word. <laughs> <laughs> I shall. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Thank and, you and good night. And good night. <laughs>